Welcome back to the Write It Down podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Murata, bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. Up next, we have actor, producer, and singer Ryan Ochoa joining us. This episode is special because Ryan played the role of Chuck on one of my favorite childhood shows, iCarly. Ryan and I discussed the recent SAG strike. We actually recorded this episode the day the strike ended. We also talk about growing up on set and the passions Ryan has. Thank you, Callie Strong, for bringing us together and hosting us for this awesome episode. You know what to do. Sit back, relax, and get your pens ready because this is Write It Down. We got Ryan in the house. Let's go. So some it. podcasts are different, and I mean, I, maybe this should actually be in the podcast. Let's this would go. be fun. Let's be Am starting. I talking? T- yeah, can I talk? Can I? Re- can I like? This is Ryan Ochoa here at Cali Strong and the Write It Down <laughs> podcast with FKNG Bourbon and Vodka. Go ahead, take it away. Let's go. F- I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, no. Roll. You were on a roll, so I just wanted to. Uh, no, right well, in. you talk to the camera. So, oh, no, I was just wondering if I could like play to the camera too. You know? Yeah, like, talk to them. What yeah. do you want to say? Uh, hello. I'm <laughs> just making sure at certain, you know, certain spots, yeah. certain times I have to, you know, you engage, know, engage, yes. you, know, yes. you know, so Ryan, I'm really pumped to have you on. Uh, Callie Strong means a lot to you. Callie Strong. Just a little bit. Yep. Callie Strong just a is actually bit. what brought us here together. So yes. I'm super pumped to have you share your story. Um, I'd be remiss not to go into your acting, your acting career. And I did watch iCarly as a kid. Right. So this is like super cool for me because I like feel like I know you, but I know your character. So yeah, it's know. fine. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up on set with school, with friends, like your identity, being young, growing up in the spotlight. Well, that's a, that's a very answer. loaded question. Yeah, I love I it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me take a sip before we get just kidding. Um, no, I, honest, I've been, um, I always say I've been very fortunate to be able to do what I love since I was a little boy. Um, it's, it's, it's truly all I know is being in front of the camera and now behind the camera as well, but yeah. we'll probably get into yeah, that yeah. later. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I've, I've been acting since I was, I consider seven years old. Mm-hmm. I actually lived in here in San Diego. Uh, uh, I was born and raised here, and I started technically like when I was five or six, doing like little local stuff out here. Yeah. But um, we really consider when I actually started like seven or eight, because is when I booked my first uh, commercial in Los Angeles. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I've been doing it since I was a seven, eight-year-old little boy, wow. and uh, I love it. And I always tell people, I mean, before we actually go into the other stuff, is as long as something continues to get it is fun and and is continues to be more fun you're doing what you love and i i say stick to it and for me it just like the journey just constantly gets better by the day yeah and uh, so i don't know anything else like i don't i don't want to be doing anything else i love it and now kind of referencing back is i've been able just to meet so many incredible people over the years um on my journey like callie strong yeah. and um that's why I, that's why I just continued. I just have so much passion for, and, and energy with everything that I set my mind to. And, and, um, I think ultimately that's why those characters that I played back in the day, um, have some sort of impact in people's lives still to this day, which is why I was able to go back and I did the, so happy I could talk about it now. Uh, I, I did the iCarly revival last year and, and, uh, I, I was a recurring character as Chuck, as you know, and, and uh, a lot of people loved him, but the truth is, I was a 12-year-old boy, and I, when I walked on a set, I, I just, I was just happy to be there, and, yeah. and I was just happy to play the character, even though I was the bad guy and this little, you know, punk kid. 
um, I just loved to embrace the opportunity. And, and I, again, I got to meet so many awesome people that I'm still friends with to this day. And, and, um, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really enjoying the journey and, and, and I'm looking forward to what's next. So. Yeah. And a lot of doors have opened for you. So why don't you tell us a little bit with iCarly, who are some of the key people you enjoyed working with, whether they were producers or other actors, who are some of those people in that season of your life that stand out to you? Definitely Jerry Trainer, right off the bat. Uh, he uh, he was a big part of of you know my character and uh, becoming who he is and and just being uh, some sort of you know memorable character mm-hmm. um, and I think that was the chemistry that him and I built together being that he was obviously the uh, at the time the adult because yeah. all of us were you know it, Miranda Jeanette Nathan we were all in school um, so he was the adult and. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, but I, I really built a relationship with all of them. Uh, Miranda, Jeanette, Jeanette and I actually did school together. So her okay. and I, like, we have some YouTube videos out, like, that people could watch of us doing. That. Yeah, like, um, how, like, what are you, like, are you guys just going into, like, an RV and, like, like hammering out math for a couple hours and then going back on set like what is that like uh, life? I'd have to break it down for you. Like, I've had different school. Uh, rooms over the years some were motorhomes some were like very fancy and flashy dressing rooms um i remember in monterey mexico i was in a uh in like a, a motorhome yeah that we had it was just like like uh like the star wagons it was like a star wagon it was uh me all of the cast uh selena gomez was there in monterey yeah. mexico and uh yeah so it's uh, it ju- it just really depends, but no matter what, you have to put in your school hours and really oh yeah, d- it's d- like um, a criteria for child actors. So when you're on set, mm-hmm. yes, this is something that yeah, like a lot of people don't really hear. No, yeah, and, uh, I'm for, very curious about this. I uh, yeah, so no matter what, you have to do uh, your mandatory three hours per day. So crazy talking three about hours. school. Uh, I know. It's, it's I been so like, long time. Yeah, I don't um, know anything. But yeah, anymore. yeah. Uh, my sis, it's cool actually talking about it because my sister just started uh, this because she's in the industry now and right. and doing jobs and and so I I, I would I've been telling her like over the past few years this is what I had to do this is what Raymond had to do and uh, yeah so anyway we have to do three hours per day and then you also like can bank hours so okay. there's some days like I remember I don't know if you watched the show pair of kings that mm-hmm. I was on no. but it was on Disney XD yeah but um yeah that was really it was really crucial was banking hours on that because because I was a series regular I was in every single episode produced of the show some episodes I was featured more than the others so when there was one episode where maybe I was only in three or four scenes rather than 10 or 11 on my time when I wasn't on set, I was like banking and getting okay, time. Like rollover minutes. Rollover minutes. Exactly. <laughs> but no matter what you can, you had to do one hour per day, okay. no matter what you and had to do. In. It doesn't matter. You had yeah. to do one hour, but there were some days where you can't get three hours in. So you have, you use your rollover <laughs> minutes. I've never heard that one before, like but yeah, you use your, ba- key, your banking yeah. hours. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so th- that's crazy talking about it because it's been so long since I've, I mean, haven't been in school. Like, but. Well, I can only imagine though, because like, like all the the reference I have is just like day in day out school, right? I have to like wake up, like you're worried you're gonna be late, then you get to school, then you're there for seven eight hours, and you go do soccer. So like, I, I can't imagine like being in a speed of life since you were a little kid. That that this is all you know. This it's is your culture. This is your background. Yeah. That like you show up and you, like learn all these subjects you have to you know clock in like you're saying and then also be able to show up on camera and like be 
I don't want to say task, but that's for lack of better words, like task, task to perform. Yeah. So then you have to be like lights, camera, action. And, and, and hearing you talk about, I admit, I don't think I've ever really like said the schedule, but I, I, I was just talking about this somebody, I think to one of my like best friends recently, but my life when I was, especially I I always refer to pair of Kings because I like when I was on iCarly, I was only like a week to week. And so I think one time I did back to back weeks. Yeah. So that was kind of like, felt like I was a, a, a regular, right. Regular is one that's just there in every episode, but on pair of Kings, this was literally, I, I, I woke up, went to set. I would do uh, two hours of school in the morning. Then I would go to set. And, and I, I say, in the morning, I'd go right. to school yeah. on set, two hours. Then I'd go on to the set. And now you have to transition from doing pre-calculus right. to now I'm playing. You memorize your lines. I'm playing yeah. Cousin Lanny. Yeah. You know, this wild. disgruntled cousin yeah. that has a bunch of dialogues, you know, a bunch of lines. And then they're, okay, Ryan, you're up. Then guess what? Walking right back to my schoolroom, back to, oh, yeah, you know, Eva, Laura, those are my two teachers at the yeah. time. Rhoda, those are my I had three teachers. And I'd go back to them. Okay, now we're transi- transitioning back to pre-calculus again and a I problem, that, problem that I was stuck in. And I've never actually said it out loud, but thinking about it, yeah, like that's that was my so, life I mean, for four years. It's a full-time years. job being an actor, like what you were doing, whether you were, you know, on regular basis you know on camera or if you were just having like little stints here and there like that is a full-time job of having yeah. to manage that has there ever been a role that you wanted that you didn't get oh yeah spider-man okay yeah um oh yeah definitely i mean oh I, see how fast i answered that yeah, one you're like, there's been an, and you. i last night last literally last night i kid you not yeah last night i was um on a uh exclusive live on instagram with my subs and we were talking about um, there was there was two different Ryanators that were on there. That's that's my I don't use the word the F word fans. I don't yeah. use that. My yeah. Ryanators. I was talking to them, and uh, two of them talked about how one just didn't get a job that she had just um, uh, put an application in. And I was like, look, on to the next one. And my dad was sitting across from me. I was like, DJ, how many times have uh, have that's my dad's name, by the way, okay. DJ Ziggy okay. Bass. Okay. That's his alter ego. Um, I, love I probably had to fill you in just yeah, in yeah, case I'm you're like, like, dad, DJ, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, Start calling but, my dad DJ. But uh, yeah, so I yeah. call him DJ yeah. now. I was like, DJ, how many times have I not gotten a job? And we kind of like just threw out numbers. And I wish my mom, my mom has the exact number somewhere, somewhere, but thousands, you know, and uh, I was telling them that, yeah, you just you 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 continue to just work at it, and it doesn't matter like how many no's you get. I was this teenager, and and going back to your question, it was like yeah, like I I was telling them like it doesn't matter how many no's you get, you just continue have to to, to work at it and keep going and, and moving forward. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like the piece in any job, but specifically when you're on camera or when you're connecting in a a different sphere, like the rejection narrative, I feel like could be pretty like, like extension, like literally, like I can only imagine that you're at this place where you're, and again, maybe, maybe not as much. And I don't want to speak for you, but you've already had like a good track record. You've gotten roles. And so I feel like that probably builds your confidence, like in the field, but no matter what, when somebody says no, or I found somebody else, like whether it's because they just fit the role better. Like sometimes it's a hard thing to like rationalize. Well, why wouldn't they want to pick me? And so I think that's a, it's, 
it's cool that you're just like, hey, like that sometimes just it is what it is. And you have to just keep applying. You have to keep grinding. I think yep. anyone, whether they're an actor or in school or. You I know, was just about to say yeah. that I was. And that's why I was what I was kind of talking about last night to, yeah. to them is it doesn't really matter like what field you're in. There's rejection everywhere. Right. And it's just a matter of, of how you really you know, rise back up from it. Yeah. And there's been so many times going back to Spider-Man. Uh, that was the role that, that, that is Are we probably talking like recent, like Tom Holland. Yes. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 So um, did you, I, like I was lucky enough to at least get the audition, but it was one that, I mean, I don't think I've ever done so much backstory, you know, research, read comic books. Um, I <laughs> yeah. really like dove into the, the mentals of who Peter Parker was. And I felt like I was really prepared and, and really passionate. Um, my uncle, who's not with us anymore, he was very, uh, he was a comic geek. And uh, I was on many, many phone calls with him, finding out, you know, what makes Peter Parker who he was. But anyway, the point is, is that one hurt a lot. And after that, I actually fell into like a year slump wow. of not working. Wow. And that really you know that gets you you know what i mean because it's like okay you didn't you didn't get one that you really wanted and then now you're not getting little ones that you think you're probably right for right and uh, but i tell everybody this and I, th I think this goes with any job is it only takes that one yes that really just kicks you back into gear yeah you know yeah and i'd feel like i'm back in that situation right now especially um you know not working with with um the strike that we all were just on is is, you know, and all my friends, we're all having the same conversations. And, and, you know, it's been almost four months of not being on set. And it's tough. Yeah. You know, it's tough when you have other friends that are, <laughs> you see them working, doing their jobs, or opening businesses. And it, it, it's, for an actor, it's very hard. Yeah, you know? I can imagine. And then there's social media. And no matter, again, no matter what industry you're in, you can go online and compare yourself. And, and you have no idea what behind the scenes is for them. So for those of, yeah. um, for those of us um, listening and watching right now, tell us, if you may, a little bit about the strike um, and kind of like the narrative around that and kind of, kind of a synopsis of that. Uh, well, I and, mean. And the most I like... We read this just on E! News, and it's just info for them. Uh, well, I mean, again, I don't want to make it like a, a, a negative right. thing. But um, but it was a thing thing. It happened. It was a thing thing. Um, I'll just keep it very yeah. broad. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. I, I think that's the right way. I don't think some that is know, the right way. So you know what's going on. a few months ago, um, the writers, the WGA, went on strike. Um, they just wanted a new deal. Uh, they felt like they were getting paid, you know, um, unfairly, which, uh, you know, the writers are the key to our industry. You right. know what I mean? If there's no scripts or there's no, there's no, there's and no nothing. There's no movies. Brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. So they went on strike and then, um, SAG after ended up kind of piggybacking off it. And we went on strike. WGA came to a, a tentative deal. Um, and then we basically have continued to be on strike SAG after. And, uh, it was, I think 118 days as of, uh, technically 12.01 a.m. early wow. this morning, um, wow. we finally That's came a to a, a, a new deal. So, yeah. yeah, this is my first podcast being, wow. I'm honored. Uh, being you know, deal. an actor that is not on strike anymore. Yeah, congrats. And uh, I'm, now to, like, make it more of a positive right, right, in of the course. light of this is what I'm very excited about is there's a lot of projects that I've been working on secretly. Um, and I say secretly <laughs> as in, like, on the producing yeah, yeah, side, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the producing okay. side that um, it's just nice to be able to not have to, you know, um, 
worry about like you know saying the wrong thing because you know you you stand behind your union no matter what they look out for us and and uh, yeah I'm just very excited that not only and I was just with one of my really good friends who's a director and um, he was telling me all about all the crew members and a lot, a lot I mean I'm so close with a lot of the crew that I've worked yeah. with and it's put them out of jobs so now everyone just happy everyone's you know back on and we can yep, start getting we can relax move forward exactly and it's kind of it's gonna probably feel a little you know weird you know what i mean for a lot of people get like um getting back to the you know yeah well there was tension set. for a decent yeah. amount of time so i think in anything once that tension's alleviated you have to kind of find your new normal in a sense yes. you know that's with anything like it can be through friendships hmm. like you're just learning to navigate different waters now so i think it's yeah. cool that it's been alleviated but now it's like the best is yet to come it's a three-year deal too in case wow. you're interested I, that just crossed wow, my mind so yeah wild. so okay. we'll be we're making movies and shows for, for three, three years, years at least <laughs> let's do this years, let's do this that's okay we're excited for these exactly. three years and hopefully they're the best ahead we're going to take a quick break to discuss this episode's sponsor. Resist Spirits is a proud supporter and friend of the Write It Down podcast. With brands like FKNG, Bourbon and Vodka, Resist Spirits is a spirits company that creates lifestyle brands for consumers who want to level up and achieve their goals. FKNG is a bold and adventurous brand, not only in its appearance, but also in its taste. FKNG bourbon and vodka are distilled from the highest quality ingredients and processed both in the USA and Mexico with the finest ingredients. You can go to their website, resistspirits.com, resistspirits.com to order your bottles today. Now, back to the show. Let's segue into really quick your movie that was filmed here. Do you know about it? Tell us about it. Okay. Um... Wow, this is feels like I've been like a like a lion in a cage yeah. and waiting to unleash unleash uh, the beast. There's so much to talk about. The movie is called Second Chances. Um, I um, believe it or not, the actually the idea didn't stem in here, but I'd say then I was at a uh, an event here at Cali Strong when the the co-writer Steve and I basically kind of said we wanted to do something the night we were in in here. And then um, this was two, about two years ago. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we wrote, the, we wrote the script. I pitched it to my buddy Dave Vangus, who is one of the top first assistant directors in Hollywood. He lo- and I, I wanted him to direct the film. Um, uh, Dave has directed some stuff in the past, but I knew that this was going to be like all about family. And I knew this, it, would, it, it, ma- it only made sense for Dave to direct this. But he's very busy. Let's keep that in mind. He had just got off Hunted Mansion, and he was going in to film um, a new Star Wars series for Disney+. Plus. John Favreau and John Watts had called him and said, you're doing this show. While I'm pitching him a script to direct a movie, how is this going to happen? And long story short, he came on, and he said, look, um, he said yes. And we ended up, which down the road, we'll, we'll pro- this will probably be a really yeah. cool ta- yeah. talking point, but uh, we ended up filming the movie exclusively on the weekends. Wow. Um, yeah, for two and a half months. So a cool little fun fact, you know, before the movie's out is, yeah, we, only, we filmed this entire film only on the weekends. And uh, we, uh, gosh, it's crazy, just the, the journey that I've been on. I wish, I wish people could just be in my head and just think about how much work I've done. It's been an, an enormous amount of work, uh, overwhelmingly, you know, 
responsibilities right. for um, my entire family, but it has it's my baby. I will say I say that. that. And um, anyway, people are probably like, "What was it? What's it about?" Yeah, uh, yeah. The movie follows. This is the only thing people know. We're okay. keeping it very secretive until the distributor actually releases, you know, anything they want. But the movie follows my character, um, who is a former teen child star. And uh, he ends up getting forced to go to a wake with his little sister, Disney, and his now megastar ex-girlfriend, Kayla. And then trouble ensues along the way. Wow. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm excited, too, that Callie Strong has a part to play in it as well. Tell us a little bit about your story with Callie Strong and why Callie Strong means so much to you. Well, to start off, you know, right off the bat, I want to do everything that I, you know, can involve them you know, whether it's my career or their career, I want to, I just want us to be, you Elevate know, together. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, it's why I literally wear it. I wear their shoes. I wear their clothes. I mean, um, at least in, in, when I can, you know, yeah. and, uh, I would say on the bit, the bigger picture is like I said earlier, I like, I want people to say that Ryan is just a good person. When you meet people and Jim and Jen, uh, when I met them, I just knew like when you when you connect with somebody, you know, immediately, that's someone that you just want to surround yourself with. Right. And now, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's an event, just to go see them and, you know, feel Jim's energy and Jen's energy right. and see Jen recording me, you know, like that's just you want to surround yourself with people like that. And when you put your yourself in environments and in, in just positive situations, I feel like only good things can come of it. So that being said is yes. Like I met them at the Del Mar fair in 2015. And then from then the next year we ended up filming a music video at their booth at the fair. Um, And we just continued to grow with them. We ended up uh, my my, myself, my brothers, and my dad, we ended up helping them build out their very first flagship store and uh, just continue to see them grow and now yes. in, in this amazing structure. It's so beautiful. And, uh, and then just everything that they do, they're constantly putting themselves in, in, you know, strategic, you know, places when it's, you know, obviously they have stores in the military, on the military bases. And uh, the, the events that they do, they're helping, you know, charities and they're giving back to the military. Like, for me, as I'm growing up in my field, which is different from them, right? I can gain inspiration from seeing that, okay, as you continue to get any sort of success, follow these people because they're doing things the right, right. way and, and it, that could help you. And when, you know, when I get to some sort of, you know, any sort of, you know, accomplish a goal or any sort of success, I'm like, okay, look, you have to, you know, do, what are you doing with it? You know right. what I mean? Which is why I like, Last night, I was up till one o'clock in the morning on an Instagram subs live, just, you know, pouring my heart out and sharing my, you know, heart with people and just helping people that, you know, may be going through a hard time. And I ended up reading a message this morning when I, I, I announced something last night on my live and, uh, about, I'm doing this really extravagant thing next month for, for December with, you know, a lot of my Ryanators and this girl messaged me this morning and I just, I, I literally came to me. She's like, you know when you told me that you don't understand how hard the holidays are for me. Mm. She's like, but this is really going to help. She's like, I, and I, she lost someone very close to her on New Year's Eve. And it's like, look, you know, if there's any sort of happiness or joy that, you know, I can bring to somebody, that that is really what this is all about to right. me. That's why I do these interviews. That's why I, you know, love walking on set with a smile on my face. That's why, you know, I'm writing music and why I'm writing scripts. Like, I feel like 
the more I do there, the more, you know, lives I can touch. Yeah. And what's fueling you isn't yourself and your gain. It's others. And I oh, think yeah. that's a huge... I forgot that I, I actually get something from it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but that's the way it should be. It should feel like, wow, I'm creating a space for other people to feel elevated and to feel loved and to feel confident. And that's what you're doing, whether it's with music or, you know, yeah. your movies or whatever it is. And the same with Callie Strong, with Jim and Jen. It's like if, if you can bring joy to other people and you can, you know, kind of electrify a room you're going to receive too, but you're not the forefront of, of receiving. And I think that is like such a good heart to have with any passion project or anything that you're, you're setting forth into. And so I love that, that, and that transcends everything that who you are. And I feel like I could talk to you for days, but, um, I know, um, we have places to be, but I want to ask. Oh, oh, go ahead, go there's ahead. something I want to say no, real go. quick. I know we have to, to no, sorry. No. Once you I'll get mean, me, once you, you get talk. me going, we'll I'm again. going we'll now. Uh, I would, the, the last thing, and yeah. this is something I said last night too, um, on my, on this exclusive live, a lot happened on this yeah. live, by the no, way, I but, uh, Instagram live. <laughs> um, I'd say a big thing is, is, um, my, my brothers and, yeah. and my sister and my parents, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I do and a lot of that passion that I get is really to help them because I feel oh I know what I was saying about the live too is I told them is they're like wow you do so much for us and I said look ultimately I'm just a little piece of the puzzle I'm glad that you guys think that I'm a very pivotal part of the puzzle but for me I just really want to help out my brothers and my sister and uh like my older brother, he's not here with us today because he's working on something really, really big for us right now. And, and it's, it's the, the things that you don't always see that I feel like I get to bring to light when I do interviews like this. And it's mainly because my brothers, I always say they're the talented ones. I'm just the talker, <laughs> you know? Um, hey, but you and, have a role. We all have a role. And, um, yeah, like I, and my sister, like, I, I feel like what we're all creating is really to, she's the the true star she's the one that's really gonna carry this yeah you know for us after how old's your sister she is gosh about to be 12 on okay. on saturday wow yeah wow 11 so big 11 things ahead for her and she's oh, yeah. got the support she, of her family she's the star of the film second chances she's my she plays my sister in the movie I love that. I love that everything you do is a family and friend affair. And I think it's super neat. I'm glad that we got to connect through Kelly Strong and having you on the Write Down podcast. I love to ask a few rapid fire questions. Great. Yes. Okay. 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 Now I'm nervous. I wasn't nervous before, but now I'm nervous. Super easy. Okay. These make make you think. Okay. Okay. And or tell us who you really are. Okay. Okay. So you're about to eat cereal in the morning. Do you pour your milk first or your cereal first? I just got asked this question. It's cereal. Did you really? Literally like two days ago. I kid you not. It was really. Was this ra- on the Instagram live? <laughs> no, this was not on the Instagram. Like everything, like this was on the Instagram live. This was yeah. somewhat. I, I, I'm not. You just, do cereal I'm not, first, though. Cereal, absolutely okay. first. So you're not crazy. Oh wait, I know what it was. It was in, um, in Arizona. It uh-huh. was with. I was talking with with the two other acts that we brought on to the show with us. We were all talking about because this. it's a thing. It's a real thing that needs to be discussed because apparently there are people out there that pour the milk first. They both did. What? Yes. No, we're cere- my I, at least w- so what I know my brothers and I were definitely cereal first. Cereal first. The reason why I like to I like the cereal. I don't like the crunch. I like it to kind of get soggy. Right. <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> 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 okay, this one's easier. Surfer skate. N- neither. Really? I can't I, either. I'm a neither. I don't even know why I asked if I had questions. to choose it's it's uh, skate, but I like I I'm only good at 
Uh, ripstick. Okay. That was my answer. Well, that's actually kind of hard. I, I, I've surfed one time in my life, and it was terrifying yeah. for me. It's and I cannot ride a skateboard. Yeah, no, I need to hold people's shoulders. I did a, another up. movie that Callie Strong is a part of, too, and I couldn't skate. They wanted me to skate, but I was like, hey, I can ripstick. Yes. That's just the one wheels on single mm-hmm. things. So. Yeah. No, there's my, there's my answer. That's better than I can do. Should Christmas start before Thanksgiving? Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. No. Because, like, after Halloween, people are like, oh, my gosh, it's Christmas. Yeah, but like, they on over. October 29th, we were in Arizona, and I was seeing Christmas stuff already before Halloween. Like, it was really, I, yeah, really, really odd. Yeah, I think that that's a lot. But there are people that do that and, like, power to you but i think we shouldn't skip over holidays you're saying christmas before thanksgiving meaning like right when november 1st people are putting christmas decorations nah. and i th- i feel like it should happen the day after thanksgiving okay because you should I, really I actually relish. don't mind like i i like like maybe the week before Here, yeah, here's why okay. i like going to thanksgiving with dinners christmas. with and seeing a christmas tree i could agree with that it christmas, feels right to it, me now but maybe it's just because all of my dad's side of the family we've always like just done yeah. that but every like time we go. Like I just see. skipping like holidays just because. No, yeah. definitely yeah. no. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to be an animal, what would you be? Um, a rhino. That was easy. Come on, rhino. That's my well, nickname. Well, yeah, but like, do you want to be a rhinoceros? Uh, well, that's my name, right? <laughs> Ry- that was the nickname that I was given from my uh, my middle school teacher. Okay. But uh, shout out to Miss Mullen. Miss uh, Mo, but she actually gave me that nickname before I even was. She was my teacher when I was in baseball. Ryan O. Ryan O. is my name. Ryan O. So I like Ryan O. Okay. But I'm also people call me a night owl. So okay. I like it's a little bit. Above. It's a little bit. It's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's so like, on right, my Instagram posts, yeah. there's a little fun fact. I've never said this before. On every one of my Instagram posts, um, the I have a tag at the very bottom. Every post is a is a. Ba- this is super cool talking about it's a green battery. Yeah. And then it's a rhino running into it's the rhino emoji. Because I basically always say like a ch- I'm like a charged rhino. Wait, I love that. You really are. And I feel like you really brought the energy today. And I'm oh, so glad I'm that good. the minute you walk into a room, you light it up. Oh, so I think you. that's a really great quality. I think you should keep doing that. Ryan, we are at the point of the show where I ask each guest to give the audience something to write down. What is your write it down? Oh, this is easy. Uh, dream, wish, believe. It's my quote. I'm, I'm, it's almost not fair anymore, and people will kind of just assume yeah. that I'm going to say it. Um, but I'll, yeah, that's my quote. Dream, wish, believe. And uh, I've always said those three words have changed my life. Uh, my mom and I kind of came up with it uh, when I was going through a really tough time. And ever since I thought, you know, kind of stuck to those three words. I felt like my personality, my mindset, my hunger, my career, everything just kind of started moving in the right direction for me and is when I really found my Ryanator family. I love that. Dream, wish, believe, and I feel like they're in the perfect order because it really starts there where you dream big, you know, you wish for it, you strive for it, and then you believe it really could happen. DWB. And I love that. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us in the Write It Down podcast. Thank you for having me. Brought to you by FKNG Bourbon and Vodka. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. One crazy rai-rai out. Thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. This podcast is a part of the 1513 Network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to Woodpod. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.